0: Welcome to Sending the scheme. I'm Ben. And I'm Tristan. And hey, Tristan, you didn't forget to speak uh, since Doug wasn't here this time.
1: Oh, boy, howdy. Well, there's only two of us. So that's, it, was no <laughs> it was no I problem. I just remember
0: last week, you know, Doug wasn't here and it really threw off your groove.
1: And somehow it did. Yeah. I guess I expected Elijah to talk. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But he never does. neither Doug nor Elijah are here today. So they will that's not right. be saying anything.
1: So you're stuck with us. Yeah, well. Sorry.
0: I guess there's worse people you could be stuck with.
1: Yeah, probably. Like, I don't know, a dictator or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. A criminal, maybe. Maybe. Um, like, uh, maybe like Evil Tim Curry.
0: Would no, you want to be stuck I with got- Evil Tim Curry? Mm, I, th- I think it depends on which Evil Tim Curry role we get. But he's evil. Mm.
1: <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the, you've predicated on the fact that he's evil. Whether or not like you like him, he's still evil.
0: Mm.
1: He's going to hurt you, Ben. Well, speaking of evil Tim Curry, <laughs> Ben, which movie did we watch this week?
0: Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, we watched the 1992, I'm going to say pretty popular film, uh, Fern yeah. Dolly, The Last Rainforest. Uh, stars Samantha Mathis, Christian Slater, Robin Williams, the aforementioned Tim Curry, uh, Jonathan Ward, um, and several others, but those are the main five of the movie. Uh, Let's see, looking at ratings, has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 67 on Metacritic. Uh,
1: Yeah, um, Cheech and Chong are also in this movie.
0: I forgot about that.
1: For like three seconds.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, I was a little disappointed with that. I was hoping that would be in it longer. Uh, go yeah. back to reviews for a second. Uh, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes. Four out of five on parent previews and Common Sense Media. Mm. And the Google has this at an 83%. So mm. average to pretty solid all the way around.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting. This is a movie that uh it doesn't really it doesn't really fit into uh, these giant production companies like it's not a disney film it's not like a don bluth movie you know it's just it's just there
0: yeah um um, i think it takes a lot of inspiration from well i say it takes a lot of inspiration it fits in well with most Disney Renaissance films, although it was actually written well before most of them, uh, yeah. But I think it shares a lot of the same spirit. Yeah, what's this movie about?
1: Uh, well, <clears throat> this movie is about. Uh, really, really, it's about Ferngully. <laughs> okay, all right, Ferngully is about Ferngully, which is a place, apparently because the humans know it to be a place. So it's a location on the map, um, which is in the middle of the forest, wherever the forest is, probably in the U.S., because they all sound American.
0: It's actually in Australia. Is it? Yeah. uh, When um, (laughs) Krista is looking at Zach's wallet, uh, his ID falls out, and it says that he lives in Australia.
1: Well, this movie is... uh, Like, I think it was Australian and American Venture. Mm -hmm. Two different production companies. I know
0: that the forest itself was inspired by uh, Rainforest in Australia.
1: Yeah. Well, that makes sense if uh, they had Australian accents. But they, for some reason, don't. Well. So... What I don't know, man. Whatever. Anyway, like, it's in Australia. Fern Gully's in Australia, apparently. Look it up, I guess. Um, And what's going on is you got some magic fairies that live in the woods. And they're just chilling. They're having a great time. They meet a bat who is Batty. And then they, uh, literally, his name's Batty. And he's just around. That's it. And uh, they, uh, some humans show up. Humans have been gone for a long time. And the humans show up. And they brought a big machine that cuts down trees and eats them and turns them into planks. And so there's a guy named Zach who works for the logging company. He's chopping down. Well, he's marking trees to be chopped down. And then uh, one of the fairies. um, What's her name? Uh, Krista. Krista. Krista shrinks him down. He becomes fairy sized accidentally. Yeah, she's a, a novice. She's an amateur magician. And uh, basically, later on in the movie, there's this giant tree that Tim Curry's evil Tim Curry lives in, which is like a sludge monster demon thing. They cut down the tree because the humans are cutting down all the trees. It, it escapes. It possesses the big machine that's cutting down trees. It almost destroys the forest. All the fairies are mad at Zach for for just. They're not that mad at him, surprisingly, but they're kind of mad at him. I'd say
0: it's mostly Krista, uh, since yeah. Zach lied to her from the moment they met.
1: Yeah, she's more upset about him lying to her than um, her whole forest being cut down. It seems, but
0: yeah, you know. I think at that point they were more just frightened of everything.
1: That yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> I'm not like I'm not judging or anything. I'm just like I just had that realization out loud. Um, and yeah, and they and they win at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get they, they're they able to work together to turn the machine off, and the two guys running it are like, Whoa, I didn't know we were doing that. And then this giant, like the demon thing, um, is turned into a tree by oh. Krista and Zach. So, um, mostly, mostly
0: Krista. Krista.
1: Yeah, <laughs> almost all Krista. Zach plants a seed. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then that's that's the whole movie, actually. That's everything well, that Zach happens.
0: Well, Zach also. Becomes human sized again and says, "We need to change."
1: It's it's a swift seventy six minutes long, folks. <laughs> um, and there's not much to it. It but surprisingly, um, a decent film.
0: Yeah, no, Trust, have you uh, seen this movie before?
1: Yeah, I saw this movie like every single Earth Day. Um, I don't know. About, right? I don't know. I mean, I know why. I obvious, it's obvious why. But I, but I, I don't know why otherwise like i don't know why they wanted to pick this movie every time i guess because it was easy and mm. it was like <clears throat> not a major film so i guess they could show it in the class i don't know maybe
0: and so this is actually know. my first time watching this um mm. and it was pretty much exactly what i expected to be a good wholesome uh animated movie with some music it was fine um we had had a good message at the end.
1: Yeah. i tell you what. I've probably seen this movie like 10, 12 times now. I don't know. Like, I mm-hmm. I don't remember it super well because it was all when I was a kid when I watched this. And then I watched the sequel a few times, yeah. too, because <laughs> I don't know. I was just exposed to this movie so much. And, I, yeah. and it's fun. It is a fun movie. Like, when you're a kid, like, the songs are nice. And, like, Batty is – it's Robin Williams in that mm-hmm. role. It's funny, you know? So –
0: I will say his rap was a little weird. It was
1: weird, but like it's stuck in my head. (laughs) That's for sure. So this movie is, um, it is about at least the message of the film was meant to be about talking about deforestation and essentially the, the human impact on the environment. Um, I wanted to read a couple of quotes from, um, let's see, I believe it's uh, Wayne Young. He was the, he's a producer and his uh, former wife wrote the film, wrote the story even. Um, Yeah, he said, um, he said that the film was blatantly environmental Although we have gone to a lot of trouble to avoid preaching, we also want it to be viewed as entertainment. Um, this was this was something that they started 15 years before uh, it came out. Like the story was written, and it, they just sat they just sat on it and tried to develop it. But at the time, let's say I mean this was like 1975, probably mm-hmm. when the story was written or was being written. Yeah. I mean, animation was in a lull at that time in the 80s. And it wasn't until the 90s when you had the Disney Renaissance or rather The Little Mermaid that came about. And they felt or the the producer, Wayne Young, thought he could make the movie now because there was a movie that came out that propelled animation forward. And so uh, he went for it and um, used uh, computer animation, which was very new at the time and very expensive, Mm -hmm. um, but it cut the work in half. And uh, would animate things like flocks of birds and whatnot. Um, So yeah, I just I just found that interesting. But he he mainly wanted this movie to be a um, um, a message on like an environmental warning. Mm -hmm. But I think the the problem ultimately was that it doesn't really talk about the people or the companies that ravaged the planet it just says here's a demon (laughs) and the demon is the problem um which is something also something that they talked about um so
0: yeah um i as much as i love tim curry i question his role in this film um mostly just because for what he's used for, it almost feels like a bit of a waste. Like, he's built up to be this big, horrible, demon-like thing that was locked in this tree so long ago. Um, and then he comes, gently nudges the humans who are um cutting down the trees to go towards Ferngoli. Yeah. And then there he goes,
1: wow,
0: And then they plant a seed in him, and he's gone. <laughs> But, yeah. And then uh, Tim Curry also sings a song. Yeah, he does, and, th- and that's about it.
1: I somewhat chalk it up to the the short length of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't get much development from anyone. We get a decent amount of development from Chris um, and Zach, surprisingly mm-hmm. so. Um, like they 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 do it well. They spend enough time on them to where we're like, okay, I get it. You know. Um, it feels like a like a Tarzan and Jane kind of thing a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you could also make a case for there's moments of like uh, Pocahontas and John.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, just the the classic not understanding cultures, mm-hmm. you know going through with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I felt the same way about Batty, in a way. I mean, You've got two powerhouses in this movie. Mm-hmm. Honestly, Tim Curry and Robin Williams. And Robin Williams, they just let him loose. Like, you could tell, like, they just let him do whatever. Yep. And he, say, did the, he did the thing.
0: Say his role was actually supposed to be smaller. Uh, but then he did, like, I think I read it was like eight hours of improvised lines. And they were like, you know what? We'll give you a bigger part. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was something ridiculous like that yeah um and even then i still feel like he's wasted for part of it because he's like the side character who might be more important than you think he's supposed to be but in actuality he's not Um, but then he'll be here to kind of save everyone or save someone from dying after they save the day at the end that's
1: it that's all he does Batty sticks around with the kid like he's he's in most of the movie like towards the beginning and middle and then at the end of the movie, he swoops in and saves Zach from falling, I think, at like a few times. And then that's it. And he says a couple more quips and he's out like he doesn't do anything, but he does have a song. And he goes into his tragic backstory, which is horrible,
0: right? Because he plays a bat that has been experimented on by humans. And yeah. He's got this like uh, radio like an signal coming out of the side of his head that. When you flick it, it changes the, I guess changes his mood, changes like his personality. Like it, yeah. it's a, it's a whole thing. It's kind
1: of it, weird. It sends an like an electric shock through his brain, which like changes who he is. Mm-hmm. So like he like it's you know you think of Robin Williams do different voices like just coming at you one one by one just slinging voices. That's like what Batty's doing. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: he gets his. Uh, Antenna flick, and then bam, he's doing like an old lady voice, and suddenly, and it's just funny because you know, it's, Robin <laughs> yeah. But like, when you look deeper, it's like, man, they this kind of like they kind of just let him be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, yeah, we have this tragic character, but yeah, well,
0: I'd say, I mean, if you look at anything in this movie too deeply, you realize it's actually kind of horrifying, yeah, because uh, you've got this bat who's been uh surgically operated on with electroshock therapy. You've got this gigantic machine cutting down what is apparently the last rainforest. You've got oh, yeah. uh Hexus, which is Tim Curry's character, that um he's supposed to represent pollution. Um and like it's a whole thing. Like it's actually kind of horrifying. <laughs> and because I mean the fairies are almost defenseless to stop any of this from happening. Yeah. The, the only reason they do is because Zach is somehow able to get in and turn the key. Uh, so it stops mm-hmm. and then, um, Krista pulls a halt, a hold maneuver and flies right into Tim Curry's mouth with a seed.
1: Actually, hold up, a Krista maneuver there. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it, you also have the the demon character, which looks absolutely horrifying. Like especially in its final form,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like it's 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 really well done. Like it's really oh, yeah. detailed and looks terrible. Like yeah. uh, terrible, like terribly terrifying. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's just like wow. I this is scary,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think. I think this movie could be a lot better than it ended up being, but it's not bad for what it is. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It's
1: it's almost like I wanted them to, to try harder and do more with this. Right. But they but they kind of like got all their good they got a bunch of good pieces mm-hmm. and they just like they just decided someone at
0: the top to kind of put them together a little better.
1: Yeah, yeah. They yeah, they just kind of tossed them together and it's like, all right, well we gotta we gotta we got a decent kids film. We're not gonna do anything else though. That's it. Right.
0: We're done. Because one thing that also kind of bugged me about the end, and I mean, this—I understand it's a kids' movie; they're not going to kill off the hero. But I think the ending would have been so much better if Krista actually did die when she flew into the giant demon.
1: Yeah, like why I, not? I think
0: that would have been so poetic. Uh, but no,
1: well, she
0: comes out in a flower.
1: You can't have your heroes die.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it was an early '90s animated film. I know. Yeah,
1: it's not a newer Pixar film. <laughs> Um, actually I read about This is also on the Wikipedia <clears throat> uh, Apparently Disney was trying to stop This movie from being made Interesting Because why. <clears throat> Yes um, It was Robin Williams ah. <laughs> It was all about him yeah, uh, Because he, he was working was on Aladdin on. at the same yeah. time And uh, Robin Williams Already signed on to do this movie before Aladdin
0: Yeah
1: and uh and, and Jeffrey Katzenberg wanted him to do this movie and didn't want him to be in Ferngully because I guess he was wor- worried about Ferngully for some reason. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and like just reading about it, there were several instances where um Disney tried to rent their production space several oh, times please. by like offering extraordinary amounts of money and then eventually eventually the, the production moved over to like a brewery to try to like record stuff there where they wouldn't be bothered. So Disney tried to buy the brewery. And it was just like... I'd
0: say it feels almost like the story of Ferngully. Yeah. This production studio was Ferngully and ain't Disney that, was the giant monster. Ain't
1: that the case?
0: Does that um, mean that... Um, I guess Bob Iger was was Bob Iger president then? I don't know. Whoever the president and CEO of Disney was uh, was yeah, the Tim Curry pollution monster demon thing.
1: I, I think so. Um, it said, it also said Katzenberg declined to comment on the issue.
0: Of course, when he approached, did.
1: When approached by Vanity Fair in 2017.
0: Of course, he did. Um,
1: and also apparently the whole cast agreed with the film's message. Yeah. So that was that's important. Know, a tidbit. And also, Alan Silvestri did the music, which is like mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, oh, yeah. Compared that's- to everything that he's done.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly, I think the music in this is probably definitely one of the better parts of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, I can't sit here and sing you any of the songs that I heard, but like it helped the movie flow. It it felt like I was watching a classic Disney movie where there's a song every few minutes, and it, it was nice. It was fun. You know? Yeah. I appreciated that.
1: Yeah. It, it really, like, honestly, I. I don't I don't I didn't mind watching that movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like you said, it was a, easy too. a brisk 76 minutes and yeah, it on much. It was a fun little time.
1: If kids' movies were like newer ones were as short as this one,
0: you know, I might
1: watch more of them. <laughs> I don't know. I mean,
0: I still like kids' movies that come out today. Sure. Especially most of the stuff that Pixar does, though I still have not seen Lightyear yet. No, I don't know but if I will. I'll watch it whenever it comes to Disney plus. Yeah, I probably will. but beyond that, I don't I didn't care enough to pay to see it in theaters.
1: Well, did you have something to say about the art style?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah So the last thing I want to mention briefly, uh, I think the art style in this movie is I think it's really well done. Um, Tristan, I know earlier you mentioned that uh, they used uh, CGI throughout, uh, but I think the only sequence that was completely CGI was uh, Robin Williams' song. Uh, yeah. Most everything in it was hand-drawn, and I think the colors are really good. Uh, I particularly like how they animated the fairies with like the changing colors, and I thought it was just really well done.
1: Yeah, I mean, it. it it's simple. It's not. It's not like... I, I didn't expect anything crazy from this, you know, and I didn't get it. It was just, it was just pretty good. Um, and they, they're all also were some really good shots. Like if you look at the poster of the film, it's just just like wide ish fish eye sort of shot of like the forest floor. And there's, um, um, Krista with, uh, the other guy so long. What's his name?
0: Pips. Pips.
1: Yeah. That's just it. And it's like, it's it's a really great poster. But there are lots of shots like that in the movie. Like yeah. I remember one in particular where, I think uh, I think it's Zach is looking up at the machine at some point, mm-hmm. and it's just a profile of him and his face, and he's just looking up, yeah. and it's just like, like the color, it's just different shades of blue in front of him. And it's just like a really cool shot. Definitely. And there's a lot of that kind of stuff in the movie. Like they really did. They did well. Absolutely.
0: Um, I'd say, like I said, I thought a few things could be better. But I mean, for what it is, it's a pretty solid movie. But yeah, with that, I think it's time we score this sucker. Just why don't you get us started?
1: Okay. Um, well, I am going to give this one... A 76. Okay. Um, you know, it's not bad. It's pretty good, all in all. It's not something that I would care to see again or would probably remember super well. <laughs> Even though I've seen it a lot when I was a kid, I still don't remember a lot of the stuff. But the songs were catchy to me, and I I have always in my whole life I could. I, I just have the beginning of the Batty song where he's like, "My name is Batty." Like, I just have all that's been in, like on the back burner in my brain. It's lived there. I don't know what to do with it, guys. Mm-hmm. If you know someone, like, let me know who can help me with that because uh, I gotta, I gotta get that removed. Um, yeah, seventy-six.
0: All right. So I won't go too far off the. Of uh, I'm gonna give this movie a seventy, uh, like I've said a few times now. Uh, I don't think this movie is great, but I think for what it is, it does a pretty good job. Uh, so, after putting that into our pented scoreometer, <laughs> we have a final score of a seventy-three. Um, okay. So, I would say we're. That's about right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Good with that.
1: There, there is also a sequel to this movie. Um, I just we don't have to talk about it at all, but I just want to say it exists. None of the original cast came back for it. And I've seen it a few times because I was a child who wanted to see the sequel to this mm-hmm. movie that I've seen so many times. And it's just like... Oh, it does, it's does. futures. Yeah, it's very much a, a direct-to-DVD whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just... It just exists. It's just like, let's try to make more stuff with these characters. And like, Batty's a big part of it. Um... But like Robin Williams doesn't voice him so it's like
0: right Matt Miller voices him
1: what's the point <laughs> yeah I
0: don't know yeah, yeah that has been Fern I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode uh, be sure to keep up with all the cool stuff we're doing on social media at Viter Media and guess what we're doing next week Tristan
1: oh what is what are we doing next week Ben
0: well Tristan I'm glad you asked we are doing oh the 2011 rupert wyatt directed film rise of the planet of the apes wow and uh, i know doug in particular is really excited to be doing this um he's a big fan of the series i've never seen any any of them so it'll be my first experience with it uh so it should be a fun time uh, be sure to join us next week as we begin this journey into the planet of the apes until yep. next week i'm ben and i'm tristan this has been Sitting the Ski. Y'all have a great week.